Hey, where are you going, Jim? The elevator's over here. Taking the stairs. But our meeting's up on 8. Yeah, I know. But that's eight floors up. That's like eight times eight. I don't A lot of stairs. That's the point. I've already lost a few pounds and earned almost $100 in wellness incentives. Whoa, you're getting rewarded for working out? Yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are, Bob. Fearless is full of surprises. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits and sign up at fepblue.org slash choose blue by December 11th. It's Wednesday, August 31st, and this is Locked On Falcons, Episode 8. You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Locked On Falcons, your Atlanta Falcons daily podcast. We do this every day, Monday through Friday. I take the weekends off to watch football. Every NFL team finishes up this preseason slate on Thursday, and we are finally going to get to next week, starting Monday, be in regular season form. That just makes me so excited. First off, these Thursday games are killing me. I don't know which day it is. I've been quoting the wrong day for the past two weeks just because during football season, I know Sundays are Sundays. I know Wednesdays and Thursdays are big practice days. I know Monday's press conference day. That's how, it's how I know how things are going on during the week. So if you throw me a, a Thursday football game and, and move all the practices around, it, it's kind of crazy that I base my knowledge of the days of the week on what they did on the practice field. But that's exactly what I do during football season. So... I, for one, am very thrilled just to be on a normal work week starting next week. Now, all of you out there, I I see it on Twitter, I hear it on the radio all the time, will be happy that preseason games are done. And quite frankly, it's going to be tough to watch this last preseason game Thursday night when Jacksonville comes with the Georgia Dome to play the Atlanta Falcons. There's a number of guys that are going to miss this game for the Falcons. There's also going to be a number of huge battles going on for those final few spots on the 53-man roster. And that's kind of what today's show is going to be. Here in a couple minutes, I'm going to get into to predicting not only who's going to make this final roster, but I'll tell you which positions are getting how many players and why. I think because of an injury, there's going to be a pretty big name that might not make this team, and it's only because of that that Keanu Neal injury and the fact that the Falcons are going to have to shuffle some things around. I'll explain that to you guys in just a few. I appreciate everyone who has been listening over the past, I guess this is eight episodes, so so for the first seven episodes, this is number eight. Thank you guys for listening. Please continue to do so. Share it with your friends. The only way anyone else is going to hear about this is, is if you help me share it. So please do that. You could also you could find it over at iTunes, over at Audio Boom, a number of ways. Just follow me on Twitter, at Knox Bardeen. I'll tweet every episode out a couple of times a day just so you don't miss it. But the biggest thing I want to get to you guys is the fact that I truly appreciate you guys listening interacting and helping me out to enjoy this podcast. Locked on Falcons has been a lot of fun to produce. With that, I'm going to move on to some injury news. Well, before we get to injury news, let me clear up something from yesterday. We didn't exactly know how Dan Quinn was going to handle the the running backs. We don't really know how he's going to handle most of the starters. And he was very cryptic yesterday when he said, you know, some are going to play, some aren't. And pretty much went on for another 20 seconds and told us the same thing. Some of those guys are, some of those guys are not. The running back core, I I had mentioned in the podcast yesterday that Devontae Freeman probably wouldn't go out there, and if Tevin Coleman did, it would be very limited. Well, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman are both going to play. They're still both going to be very limited. Teron Ward's going to be coming off that injury. He's going to play a little bit, but Brandon Wilds won't. I'll get into all those guys in the injury news in just a few seconds. That's how the running backs are going to be used. Patrick DeMarco is going to go out there. He actually took some reps at practice the other day. He'll probably do some more. 
Will Rattel was just signed back to the team. I'll explain that to you in just a second as well. So that's five guys there. I'm still not exactly sure because we know that Freeman, Coleman, DeMarco probably won't do a whole heck of a lot. Teron Ward probably can't do a whole heck of a lot. It's his first game since coming back off the injury. And Will Rattel is a fullback. Not only is he a fullback, but he's a, he's a college linebacker who was moved to fullback in the NFL. Is he really going to go out there? Basically, what I'm trying to say is there's no one here. I'm looking out of those five guys that can carry the ball 20, 30 times. Even if you mix and match those five guys together, I'm not sure they can get 30 carries. So either this Falcons team is going to go out there and throw the ball 40 times, like kind of like they did last game. But we know that they want to get back to that 50-50 run-pass balance. So I'm 90% sure that this 75-man roster is set, at least until they have to cut down to 53. But it wouldn't surprise me if they figure out how to get another running back in here just to lighten the load. I don't know who they'd get rid of. Well, I, I'm pretty sure you, there's, there's definitely some, some fat to trim. But there might just be a, a running back that comes in just to carry the ball 10 times. It might have to be done. I'm not sure the move to bring back Will Rattel was enough. We'll have to wait and see. I'm 90% sure it's set, but there's a, there's a small chance that I might have to tell you guys about a running back pickup. So we'll see what happens from there. Let's get to this injury news. You're not going to see some of the big names, and we're trained to not expect that in the fourth preseason games. But Julio Jones has already been ruled out for Thursday. We are not up at Flowery Branch today. The walkthrough is closed to the media. We'll probably hear a little bit later on this afternoon whether or not he went through the walkthrough or not. If he did not, then his first day back at practice, Dan Quinn said will probably be Monday. That's the first day of the new week of the regular season week. And let's be honest, guys, this is the Monday is the important day. He needs to be back and ready to go. If he's not, then we need to start worrying about Julio Jones. Adrian Claiborne has that shoulder injury. He is out for Thursday's game against Jacksonville. Dan Quinn said he expects him to be back week one. Kamal Ishmael, who is now the starting strong safety for this Falcons team, practiced this week, wasn't able to completely come back from his shoulder injury. He's not going to play on Thursday, but he will be back and ready to go for week one of the regular season when Tampa Bay comes to town. Keanu Neal, successful shoulder injury. Obviously, he's going to be out. Brandon Wilds, I, I touched on him just a second ago. He has, still has that knee injury. He hasn't been practicing this week. He's not going to play on Thursday. So there's your guys that are officially out of the game. And also Devin Fuller with the shoulder injury. He got that second opinion finally. They decided that he's going to have surgery. They, the team officially moved him to IR about an hour ago on Wednesday before I turned this podcast on. That's when, when they moved him to IR. It freed up a roster spot. They brought back in Will Rattel. So that's how Rattel got back to the roster. But Devin Fuller will be gone for the season with that shoulder injury. So that's the one, two, three, six guys that will not play in this game, at least that have been ruled out. I think there's going to be a few others that don't play, and we'll get into that right now. Matt Bryant with that muscle tightness, he will kick. He's going to go out there. We don't know if he's going to take every single kick, but he's going to be out there playing, and this is a battle. He, he's working against Shane Graham, and we'll see how that goes. Dwight Freeney with that back injury that caused him to miss the Miami game. He's practiced for the last two days. Dan Quinn said that he likes what he's seen out of him, but there's no idea whether or not he'll play. That's going to be one of those iffy things. Most of the time, stars like that don't play in the, in the final preseason games. He's coming off that injury. What do the Falcons feel? Do the Falcons feel like this guy needs reps? And if that's the case, he'll be out there. Or do the Falcons just think he needs rest? If, if I'm a head coach, I'm, I'm erring toward the side of caution and saying rest. We'll see. 
Teron Ward, obviously, this will be his first preseason action at running back after coming back from that ankle injury. He's going to play. He's going to be limited. He's not going to go out there and be able to carry the ball 15 times, 16 times. So, like I said, of those five running backs that we now know are on the team, three running backs, two fullbacks, we'll see, at least healthy. We'll see how many of them split up the carries, how many of them get into work on Thursday against Jacksonville. Deshaun Golson has been practicing all week. His head is swimming with this playbook. Obviously, just he's only been here less than a week. He's going to play. Dan Quinn said don't expect a whole heck of a lot from him. They're not going to put him out there and just ask him to flounder around. They're only going to get him out there in the sense that he knows that he's been working on. So he will play, but he's going to be limited as well. So there's your injury news. There's your new player to the team news. Now let's get over to, I guess, the reason why we're here today. I told everyone that we would figure out, or at least try to figure out, predict this 53-man roster. As you guys know, they'll play the game on Thursday night against Jacksonville, and then by Saturday at 4 p.m., the Falcons are going to have to cut that roster down from 75 to 53. They'll be able to add players back to the practice squad after that, but by Saturday, they have to go from 75 to 53. That's 22 players that they'll have to cut. Now, I am looking at this roster as it sits right now. I've been watching every practice, every off-season session they've had, and I'm going to sit here and try to guess what's going to happen. I probably won't be perfect, and there's definitely going to be, the roster makeup's definitely going to be different from last year, in my opinion. Let's start with some of the easy ones. At quarterback, just like last year, I think the Falcons are going to carry two quarterbacks, and obviously it's Matt Ryan, Matt Schaub, they'll hope to bring Matt Sims back to the practice squad. At running back, and this is going to be the first one where I'm kind of going out on a limb here. Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman, they're on this team. I think the, I think the Falcons are going to take Brandon Wilds instead of Teron Ward. Now, Teron Ward could go out there and surprise the heck out of all of us on Thursday. Then I might have to change my mind, but they're going to keep three running backs, which is the same as they did last year. And I think it's going to be Freeman, Coleman, and Brandon Wilds. Other than that, one fumble in the first game against Washington. Brandon Wilds has had a heck of a preseason. Teron Ward just hasn't been able to play. Fullback, there's only one spot on this roster for a fullback. He's the all-pro Patrick DeMarco. There's absolutely zero intrigue there. He's on this team. At wide receiver, here's another spot where you're going to get differing of opinions between all of us in the media core. I think they're going to keep six. Last year, they kept seven, but I think it's six this year. Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Justin Hardy, Aldrick Robinson are the easy picks. Those are the ones I'm absolutely sure about. We now know that we don't have to worry about Fuller. He's off to the IR. So now we have to pick between four players. Eric Weems, Nick Williams, J.D. McKissick, Corey Washington. I'm going to go ahead and take Washington's name out. They've been using him at cornerback this week. If you're going to be bouncing back and forth between positions like that, I don't think he's going to make the 53-man roster. But with that kind of versatility, they'll probably try to bring him back on the practice squad. Now I need to find two players between Weems, Williams, and McKissick. Weems is on this team. For the last couple, two weeks or so, I've been trying to mull over in my head how the team could part ways with Eric Weems. And I just don't see how they can do it. He's too valuable on special teams. Everybody in that building loves him, so he's going to get one of those spots. I think J.D. McKissick gets the other spot. I think Nick Williams is the guy on the outside looking in. I just don't see how you tell J.D. McKissick after he's had almost a perfect preseason. He's fantastic returning returning kicks, returning punts. He had that 102-yard masterpiece of a return the first time he touched the ball. So I think the Falcons are going to keep six players there. Julio, Mohamed Sanu, Justin Hardy, Aldrick Robinson, Eric Weems, and J.D. McKissick. 
tight end. This is another, I, I'm torn here. Last year, the Falcons only kept two tight ends. However, this year, it's going to be different. I think they're going to keep three, and I think they're going to have to do that out of necessity. I think they're going to use Jacob Tammy and Austin Hooper. Those are two of the definites. I think they're going to use them on the field quite a bit. And if that's the case, and since both of those guys are pass-catching tight ends, I think they're going to have to add a third tight end. I don't think it's going to be Levine Toilolo. I think his days with, with the Atlanta Falcons are done. I think it's going to be another name I'm going to have to learn how to spell, DJ Tialavea. Now, he's much more of a blocker, and he's going to be able to come in and either be a third tight end in, in big jumbo sets, or he's going to be able to come in and spell one of those guys and help with the blocking when they need a rest. But because Tammy and Hooper are going to be out there together a lot, running routes, catching passes, the Falcons are going to have to keep a blocking tight end, and it's going to it's going to be DJ Tialavia. Offensive line. Last year, the Falcons kept nine. I think they're going to do the exact same thing this year. Jake Matthews, Andy Levitre, Alex Mack, Chris Chester, Ryan Schrader. There's your starters. Tom Compton, I think, has had a beautiful preseason. He's going to make this team. Wes Schweitzer. Two good games, one kind of air game. The rookie can play just about anywhere on that offensive line. I think he's going to make the team, as will Bryce Harris Ben Garland. So there's your guys out there, the nine offensive linemen. You're getting rid of Lawrence Gibson, Colin Rarig. Moving over to the defensive side of the ball, the defensive line. Last year, they kept nine players. And this is kind of where I'm going to have to make a decision. I think they're only going to be able to keep eight. I'll explain why one fewer, especially on a unit up at the defensive line where they rotate guys like crazy all the time for different schemes, for different ideas. It would be nice if they were able to keep nine. I just don't think they can. So here are the eight they're going to keep. Starts with Tyson Jackson, Grady Jarrett, who has been absolutely fantastic during camp, during preseason games. Jonathan Babineau, Derek Shelby, Adrian Claiborne, also fantastic. Rashid Hagman, Brooks Reed, and Dwight Freeney. Now, I'm, you didn't hear me say Vic Beasley's name. I'm moving him over to the linebacker core. But one of the names that you did not hear me call out was Courtney Upshaw, and that might surprise you guys. It surprised the heck out of me, too. I didn't see any way on earth, because this has been a, a conversation we've had on the sidelines as we watch practice for the past couple weeks. All of us in the media corps, is there, is there a way that Courtney Upshaw doesn't make this team? And, and, I, and I was the one saying, no, he has to make this team. This is, a, this is a guy they made a push to go out and get. Here's the problem. With Keanu Neal being out for two to three weeks, three to four weeks, whatever that is, they can't push him over to IR. They have to keep him on the 53-man roster. But they also have to fill his spot and put some depth in the defensive backfield. So instead of only carrying 10 defensive backs, they have to carry 11 because Keanu Neal obviously is going to be on the 53 but not able to play. Where do you, where do you take the the player away from I thought maybe the tight end group but with the way they've been competing and the need for a blocking tight end you have to have three there you can't have only eight offensive linemen so I think the defensive line is where you have to take the player away from and that means Courtney Upshaw I think might not make this team and what I'm really saying here is if Keanu Neal didn't get hurt Courtney Upshaw would be on his team. I firmly believe that. So that's just kind of how the pieces of this 53-man puzzle are put together. It's, it's not all the time the best 53 players on his team. Sometimes you have to mix and match because, because of outside forces. Let's go over to linebacker. Linebacker, there's going to be seven, same as last year. Vic Beasley, Paul Warlow, Deion Jones, Sean Weatherspoon, Philip Wheeler, Devondre Campbell, Leroy Reynolds. Now, 
I'm not about to tell you who's going to be starting. I think the rookies are probably going to be starting, but you're going to see Warlow play everywhere. You're going to see Weatherspoon play. I don't think for a second that this is going to be a, we're throwing the rookies out there. That's all that's going to play. They're going to keep seven and they're going to use all seven of those guys. All right, let's get into this defensive backfield where they're going to have to keep 11 players. Keanu Neal already told you that he was going to be there. Let me just stay in, in the safeties. So we have Keanu Neal, Ricardo Allen, Deshaun Goldson, Kamal Ishmael, Robinson Therese. Did I get all those right? Keanu Neal, Ricardo Allen, Robinson Therese, Deshaun Goldson, and Kamal Ishmael. Yeah, so there's five safeties, and here's going to be six cornerbacks. Obviously, Trufant and Alford, those are your starters. Jalen Collins, also going to have to be on this, but he's suspended. That's another reason. So you want to talk about Courtney Upshaw being out because of the injury. He's also going to be out because of that suspension, too. So that really hurt this Falcons team. CJ Goodwin has been absolutely fantastic in his transition from wide receiver to cornerback. He's going to be there. Akeem King, I think, is going to be on this team. And Brian Poole. I think Brian Poole has done enough at cornerback and at that nickel spot at times to really make this team. That was one of the, I thought about leaving him off and then bringing up Cheyenne. That way, maybe the Falcons could bring Poole back on the practice squad. But I think Poole's been pretty valuable to make this team. So there's your 53-man roster. We'll see how, how much of it I got right. The Falcons have to make those cuts by Saturday. So we'll we'll compare and contrast it then, and we'll let you know Monday how we did. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. The Falcons are obviously close to the media today, so no more news out of them until the game Thursday. Thursday's podcast will be a what to watch for podcast. And then when we come back Friday, it's always, it's always going to be reaction after the game. I'll tell you what we saw, what that means. I'll tell you what we saw, what that means, and we'll just have some fun with that. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Have a great Wednesday. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.